on rocking in the free world, people. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Talk Comics to Me. It's been a while. I was trying to. I'm trying to find a good way to enter us into the Talk Comics zone. I'm Champ Champ and Sign. I'm I'm Heather Hadfield. <laughs> We're here to talk about comic books. We'll eventually get back on a, a normal schedule, but bear with us as we figure that out. Yeah, it's been the last like crazy month or two. Or three. It's three, been, it's yeah. Been, we've been bad. It's fine. Yeah, once we get our emotions in check, <laughs> everything will be fine. <laughs> uh, all right. Go ahead, Heather. Go, go? Yeah, okay. go ahead. Okay, so I have this book called uh, The Joker, The Boy Who Stopped Laughing. That is what I'm going to be calling it from now on. <laughs> um, the Boy Who Stopped Laughing. This is issue number two. Here we go. Beautiful. Um, this story is about how Joker decided that Gotham is no longer big enough for him, so he goes to Los Angeles and decides to like start slowly taking over the world. But the twist is it's an imposter. It's not the Joker, because the Joker is back in Gotham. Um, someone had tried to kill him, and he didn't die, so he's trying to get back to where he was but no one's believing him because joker's in la he's been on tv and shit yeah. so they think that the real joker is an imposter it's it's a whole snafu that he's in right now um but in this one you do discover that like the mysterious character in the first one who was kind of like keeping himself yeah. up and like walking around and stuff that was actually joker um he's got a bullet hole in his head and he's like i have no idea what happened like i just woke up randomly like i don't know where i am i don't know how long it's been like what the fuck is going on um so he goes to harley for help because he's like i don't know who else to turn to everyone keeps trying to beat me up <laughs> <laughs> makes sense yeah so. Um, but the, the conversation that like his internal monologue when he's talking to Harley is actually, I don't like Joker as a person. I think he's a terrible human being, yeah, but Joker's bad. yes, but the way that he is like describing why he chose to go to Harley instead of anyone else was like, okay, I guess that's what you think. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't dislike this series. Um, there's something about it that I like, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. It could be the, it. the art, or it could be just the way Matthew Rosenberg tells stories. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. I had mixed feelings on that first issue, which is why I didn't, like, just add it to my pull file. Right. Because I also, like, as a whole, don't probably need another Gotham person book. It's fair. And I also, like, yeah, I don't like, I don't think I like the Joker enough to, like, commit to another book. Because, like, I like that Joker puzzle box book, but, mm-hmm. like... That was as many issues as you needed. Yeah, and that was more like he was kind of, he was just like telling the story. He was more of a background than anything. An unreliable narrator, if you will. Which is the best kind of Joker story because that's real. Mm -hmm. I guess Um, it's kind of the same thing here. Yes. Uh, But I am curious, like, again, the way that the story is told, I find very interesting because I'm like, well, who the fuck is the imposter? (laughs) Who's in LA? Like, I want to know. Yeah. Um, and I do, I like the art a lot for this book. I think it's really cool. Uh, there's a page near the back that was like very confusing to oh, me. Oh, that's strange. And so like the, the story and the way that it's told is like, okay, so there is like a Shyamalan twist somewhere, like what's happening. And so I am curious because Red Hood is doing a lot of investigating and here trying to find the uh-huh. Joker because he believes everyone who says like no the joker is still here in gotham because a lot of the people that the joker runs into 
they're like trying to tell people like no he never left but no one believes him because they see this joker that's in LA, mm-hmm. like, on tv and all that kind of stuff but red hood is the only one who believes them so he's trying to investigate like all of these leads but of course joker is like one step ahead of him mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns into this whole thing where that that happens, and I was like, okay, but what does that mean? <laughs> and so, yeah, it's a it's an interesting story. And then the second story in the back, the Joker's story, he fakes his own death so that he can hear what the other villains in Gotham actually think <laughs> of him because he doesn't believe that they're actually his friend. It's Good. yeah, ridiculous. I like that a lot. But it was it was a lot of fun. And then they all just beat him up again because that's what started it originally is they were like being mean to him and they hurt him and stuff. And he's like, I don't think you guys actually like me. <laughs> so it was a fun story. Okay. I have Gotham City Year One. This is a book by Tom King and Phil Hester. This is just taking it back, far back. So this is... Uh, I can't remember. I just remember the, the, it's Constance Wayne. That art is so good. Yeah. That's like really why I like this book. Like the detective narration just feels really like, yeah, like Nor-esque and. Nor. Nor. It has like that, <laughs> that feeling, but like Phil Hester's art is just like so fucking good. And like his panels, like just. Yeah, I could look at this book all day. Like, look at this fucking shadow. Yeah, work. I was gonna say the the colors and like the shading yeah. is just so good. Um, so I guess it's like there's it's Phil Hester and the inks are by Eric Gapster. So and colors are by Jordi Belair, of course. So it's like there's yeah, I like this book and I don't like this book. It's only time will tell as we get farther. I can't remember how many issues it's supposed to be. Six? Yeah, I feel like it was supposed to be six. Okay. Um, but yeah, just a detective story set in Gotham before Batman following the lanes. And uh, there is the use of the N-word in here. I will oh, say that. That's the, that's the one that had yeah. the warning in the first book. Okay. Yeah, and it has it in this one, too. Um, like I said, once again, still feel iffy about it. Um, but Because it makes sense if... The, the creative team was different. Yeah, yeah, it would make sense if the creative team was different. I'm mm-hmm. sure there is a sensitive. I, I would hope that Tom King is using a sensitivity writer mm-hmm. or, like, reader. Um, but it's also, yeah, it's just, it's just strange to me because, you know, it's just, like, it's trying to reflect the times of this. And it's just, like, well, once again, it's, like, a fictional place and Gotham's always been really shitty. Right. Like, do they really need to, like hammer that in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm that's neither here nor there. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um next I have Sword of Azrael. This is issue number four. This is number four, right? Yes. Coming to the end. Coming to the end. Uh, I really, really love this book still. Um it's a lot of fun. It's interesting. There's a lot of like depth to the story itself, which I wasn't expecting to do. Like get um, and sometimes it like flies a little over my head, but everything in here also looks great. So yeah, the art is, the art is so good. Yeah. Um, and one, one of the best parts of this book, honestly, like I feel like if the, the story is really great, but like the art just really ties everything together and there's just certain scenes that look so cool. Um, I just so good like 
just reminds me of like an anime mm-hmm. so much sometimes. Um, and how they really incorporate like the onomatopoeias like into the stuff. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. Um, here, I guess I will. I'll show you guys instead of just showing Heather. Thank you, Heather. Yes. Um, so yeah, I would suggest that book. Which is weird. I don't think I would have ever been like, yeah, somebody read an Azriel book. Yeah, I'm reading an Azriel book. It's not something that you'd suspect, but no. you know. I mean, even ten years old, I would have never been able to tell you who Azriel is. So mm-hmm. here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, Heather and I both got this book, but Heather doesn't. Mine's invisible. <laughs> yeah, Heather didn't bring hers, which is which is fine, I guess. No, I'm so sorry. I that, was, <laughs> that was my bad. I left all of my extra books. Like I got that Witcher Ronin, and oh, then yeah, I, I forgot got that, that Critical Role book. I I just didn't grab any of them. Mm-hmm. I just grabbed my comics because those were like on my coffee table, like out in front of my eyes. Like I gotta put those in with last week's. <laughs> Uh, but this is Hayao Miyazaki's uh, with Shana, Shana, Shuna's Shuna's Journey. I keep calling it Shana's Journey, and then when I looked at it while I was reading the first half to the other day, I was mm-hmm. like, "That's it's Shuna, Shuna." So Shuna's Journey. It's just about Shuna on a journey. I only read a little bit, <laughs> like first like ten pages, maybe. I haven't had a chance to delve into it yet, but I got it. Of course, I'm going to read it. Like, that was my main mm-hmm. goal. But I got it for my little sister because she is a huge Miyazaki fan. But uh, if the reviews on the back <laughs> tell you anything, it's two people I trust in opinions. <laughs> um, it looks really beautiful. Uh, I've, I really like the flow of how the story's going. Um, yeah, I'm excited to read more. I like how soft the lines are mm-hmm. on the pictures. It's just... And, like, the colors, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So if you like Miyazaki, it's definitely something I would I would suggest. That's that. It's only <laughs> it's only twenty seven ninety nine. Yeah, it's only so. twenty seven ninety nine. <laughs> uh, it is a hardcover, but yeah. I do think it is worth the price. Surprisingly, I wouldn't say that about any other book, but it smells great. It <laughs> yeah. like looks really good. It's Miyazaki, so it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. You got, you got a point. Yeah. Um. Okay, so now we have Batman. Is upside down? Oh, okay. It was yeah, the... no, he's upside down. Yes, okay. I was like, wait, that doesn't look right. Uh, this is issue 129. I'm going to offer my Okay. This is just the continuing continuing of the fail-safe story. Uh, Batman's down in Atlantis with Aquaman. And then he goes to space. And then he gets out of space. Um... Yeah, that's, I mean, without, like, spoiling anything, like, Failsafe is like, I know where he is now, and Batman's like, uh, no, you don't, I tricked you. But then, the trick's on, trick's on Batman. Yeah, because Failsafe is always one step ahead, mm-hmm. and, of course, everything bad has to happen to Batman, else, <laughs> why would he be a sad man, you know? Everything bad has to happen to Batman. Uh, yeah, and then Jorge Jimenez's art is just so good. Top-notch. We love him. Um, I read the last story, but now I'm like blanking on what it was about. Um, it's uh, Joker loses his smile pretty much, and he's trying to get it back, but Batman is the one who has it. Oh, yes. yes. Kind of. That's yes. how I understood it anyway. It is kind of, it's for me, it was a little confusing to read, especially after reading mm-hmm. Batman and then going straight to that story. I was like, but wait, what? <laughs> Well, yeah, and I can't remember if I re- didn't read that backup story or if I didn't read the backup story in that first Joker issue. 
So I think I didn't read this one in the last issue of Batman because this is part two. So that was probably why I was so confused by it. Because I remember like looking at it. Obviously, this art is very Mm -hmm. unique, um, but I don't. It's Romero, right? Yeah. But I was like, how did I get to this point? So I I think I didn't read it in the last issue. And so that's why I was confused by it. So that, again, is how I understood it. But it's just a short little Joker and Batman story. Yep, yep. Just kissing, pretty much, just, like always. Just kissing. Just being guy, guy pals. Just being <laughs> best friends. <laughs> just roommates. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, so uh, Bad Idea came back this week. Uh, it's Bad Idea 2 now. I have my issues with it, but there were a couple books that I am getting because I like the creative teams on them. Uh, this is one of them. And okay, so this is Orc Island. It's like I was, I don't want to say anything bad about it because I, again, I do like the creative team on it. I like the idea for the story. It wasn't a bad first issue. I just had some issues with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so Basically, it's just about this, like, world of, like, half-elves or elves and stuff who live in this, like, torn-down society. They kind of struggle every single day. And obviously, the, like, royal family and, like, the rich people there have it real good. And so they're kind of, like, left on the wayside or whatever. It follows one character who is a thief. That's how he survives. Um, He gets into, like, a little fight i guess Uh, he's eventually recruited by this woman who is like a a pirate and she's like hey you come with me to this place called orc island we find orcs kill them take their skulls bring them back and sell them like they're (laughs) worth a lot of money Mm -hmm. but the thing is no one can get to orc island because it's like hidden some people don't even think that it exists but she has a way to get there okay so i had a i did not like this story until the last few pages okay Um, and I don't know why, like it was fine, but I just was not as interested in it as like the solicit made it seem. So I I was just kind of bored pretty much. The art is good. The colors look great. Again, the story is like a really cool idea, but I just did not, the main character is very obnoxious to me. And (laughs) that's always hard. Yeah. And I could not get past it. It's like, okay, dude, like you're tough. Like you steal to survive i get it like don't be a piece of shit yeah like especially there's like several people who are trying to help him and he's like no i'm a thief i do things by myself like (laughs) okay but again the last few pages were kind of better than the whole story combined Okay, okay. So I am curious. I am going to keep reading it because it is like five issues. I think four, which is the one thing I do like about bad idea books is mm-hmm. I, it's never that much of a commitment. Um, but I still think that no books that bad idea puts out are better than Odin's Eye. So yeah. that's always what I'm going to be <laughs> comparing it to. By the same writer. Yeah. But we'll see. It's you like, win some, you lose some. Yeah. See, like the colors are so yeah. good in this world because it's you know above everything else it's it's a fantasy story of course but i feel like the artist does a really good job of like capturing that aspect of it Mm -hmm. um i did not read the story in the back uh because bad idea always includes a story at the end it's called arc story oh yeah that was the one that was in the uh previews oh was it yeah 
I didn't read it because I saw this page and I did not like the fact that they just threw this fox overboard and let him die. Not into it. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> all right, so I have Punisher. This is issue number seven. Um, I accidentally made Julian take this off his pull file. Oh my god, you're sneaky. Well, I didn't, I, well, I, we were talking about it, like, on once he came, I, I will say, like, I, you guys have heard me talk about this, if you've been listening, like, I'm not a huge fan of this story, I think it's a little ridiculous. I did, though, however, love the fuck out of this issue. Oh, <laughs> this no. issue was so good. <laughs> so, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, but yeah, like, I had, him and I were having that conversation, I was just saying it was, like, a little bit too ludicrous, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, apparently he took it off his pull file and I was like, oh no, I, I have it on my pull file still. And he's like, well, why do you, why, why, how did you convince me to do this? And I was like, I don't, he's I don't, gullible as well I don't is. know. You can make your own choices. I didn't, I just gave you my opinion. I thought it was too silly. Uh, but this issue, him and Daredevil kind of get in a little tussle because, you know, uh, they're going to try and defeat the hand. He's the beast of the hand. Uh, he, Daredevil tries to give him an exorcism, and it doesn't work because Frank is the god. Um, it was, I don't, I don't know, that's silly, right? Yeah. But for some reason, it was just, like, Very uh, entertaining. It was very entertaining. Uh, there's a part of it where you're getting flashbacks from his wife's perspective, um, and I thought, like, the voice and, like, how she's describing that was really really great because it's just like about him coming back from war basically being like a completely different person um and him being like the devil sort of thing um but yeah i i don't know what to tell you all i i really <laughs> make your own decisions on that one because don't listen to chase <laughs> i don't i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about i really have no idea that's really good i just don't i don't know i don't know it's it's good it's bad it's a little silly, I guess, whatever you want from a Punisher book. It has a, a little bit of everything. Now, is that a limited? I thought it was going to be, but it's... Mm-hmm. I thought it was, too. It's going to keep going. Okay. So, we'll see. We'll look into it. Maybe oh. it was, like, extended like this one was. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, but we'll go on to Poison Ivy next. I'm going to stir soup while you, you describe this one. Okay. I'll be right in the background. You'll okay. see me. Everybody will. So this is Poison Ivy. This is uh, issue number six. This was supposed to be the end of the story, correct? Yes, yes. Um, Originally, it was only supposed to be these first six issues, but it did get um, extended. So it's now ongoing? Yes. Yes. Okay, thank you. Um, So this issue ends the little battle that uh, Poison Ivy is having with her, her mentor, um, and who comes out on top, but it also has, like, a lot of, um, what would you call it? It's kind of cathartic in a way for her, because she, uh, discovers things about herself and about the, what is that? The Lumia? Lumia? Oh, yeah, the, the fungus. Yeah, the fungus that's inside of her. She kind of, uh, I think that's right. It's, it sounded right, but I also am just not sure because seeing how it's spelled out and then how it is, like, pronounced, yeah. is sometimes I'm way off. Yeah, no, I understand that. Um, but anyway, she discovers more about that and it how it works in Lamia. So I was close. Yeah. I was close. Um, 
But yeah, it's a lot of her discovering things about herself and about the things that she's been doing um, <clears throat> and how it's been affecting the human race and her uh, view on them. Uh, I did like that there's like her internal narration, but then the letter that she's yeah. writing to Harley I thought was just done so well. Yeah, no, that letter is great. You can really see that this was supposed to be the end of the series, like yeah. the way uh, the last the not the last page but i guess the second to last page like it's very like final Mm -hmm. like you can definitely feel that it was supposed to be a limited series and here was the end um i like the addition of like i'm really excited to see where this story goes because i i mean i i really trust g willow wilson but it was something where i was like i don't know if i'm really going to like this book like poison ivy isn't a character i necessarily have ever like been drawn to right same so I I wasn't sure, and I don't know. I really loved it. This was probably, like, one of my favorite books coming out for a, a bit. Yeah, I was uh, pleasantly surprised at, like, how much I liked it. And like you said, you could tell where it was supposed to end. And if it had ended there, I would have been, like, perfectly okay yeah. with it. Like, it was 100%, done yeah. in such a good way. Like, the finality of, of the letter and, like, Harley. And it was just, it was a very beautiful, like, first story arc, so... I'm, I am excited, too. Oh, so I'm excited for more. Yeah. Uh, all right. So then our first number one this week is Nature's Labyrinth. This is... I was going to say this is issue number one, but I said that. <laughs> uh, this is just Battle Royale, but with a, a grass labyrinth maze. Mm-hmm. Or, like, cube. Yeah. A labyrinth. A labyrinth. If you will. Yeah. I, I don't know what else... I mean, I really... I guess I will say the... I really like the art a lot. That I was like did one of too. my favorite aspects of it. How do I know this artist? Like, what else have they done that I would know? I don't know. Because I, I don't recognize the name. I say Bailey Underwood. I don't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't look and see other stuff that they've done. Um, but yeah, I just. I really like. I actually really like this. I wasn't sure what to expect, um, but this was a great first issue and then i know describing it as like battle royale with a labyrinth doesn't necessarily make it that appealing to some people but like that's really what it is and it's really but it's really well done Mm -hmm. it um in a way reminded me of that movie that came out a couple years ago the hunt yes is that what it's called yeah Yeah. the one where they hunt rich people or like republicans yes there we go um rich people republicans um but they have uh like what would you call that? Like an electric thing that's like attached to them that you can't take off that keeps track of like where you are and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And you can't take it off. Like I just said, because it will kill you. So there's a little high stakes in this. Yeah. And there's twists. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, I only special ordered that first one, but I do think I am going to add it because I, I did enjoy it. I just wasn't sure based off of how it was solicited. Yeah. I no, was going it, to like it. Yeah. It was definitely one of those things where I like Zach Thompson enough where mm-hmm. I was like, okay, give it a try. I'll give it a try. Like I'll just add, I just added it, but yeah, I was like, oh, at least try it out. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, next we have Behold Behemoth, which is probably one of my favorite books this week. Yeah, I think this was mine too. Uh, uh, I've been waiting for a Robles book to come back. <laughs> yeah, so this is written by Tate Bromble and Nick Robles does the art. I think he does the color, like all of it. Yeah, art Yeah, just colors. illustrated, so. Um, this was a phenomenal first issue. Uh, you're introduced to your main character who is like attending his 
brother's funeral. Uh, you find out that he has been having some really weird dreams. Um, and he is also like a social worker or like child protective service um, guy, agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he comes across a family, basically keeps blacking out and waking up. Um, and then that's, that's really the story without giving away too many aspects of it. I think this is a nice little story to go in blind with. Uh, Nick Robles art is fucking amazing. So good. Cannot say enough good things about it. But this is definitely a book I would highly suggest picking up. I'm really interested. Like the last page was just like, well, fuck, I need to know now. Mm hmm. It's, I love that there was nothing after it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it ended. It's, yeah, go into it blind, honestly, because I could not remember what this book was supposed to be about when I read it earlier oh, this me week. I had, no, I had no idea. So I just, like, this was the first book I ended up reading because it was, like, right after you had texted mm-hmm. me. And so I was like, okay, fine, I'll read it. And blown away. Yeah, it just looks so good. Um, yeah, I, that's why I try to do just, like, the smallest description because I think it is a book that is best to just pick up and go mm-hmm. and it is a limited right it's like five i honestly did five not. or six again i, I, I we'll did look not it up. i didn't look into any information with that book. i didn't I was either just like, all right here we go i just yeah i saw robles was doing it right and i was like all right here we go yeah and i really like tape rumble a lot mm-hmm. so what else have they done um house of slaughter for story arc and they're okay. coming back for like the next story arc as well okay that's how um, i recognize the and name. then that barbalian book which just like yes. yeah, ruined me. Okay. Um, now we have Little Monsters. This is issue number seven. This is back from a little, little hiatus. Um, this gives you a lot more like back backstory, which is needed. Yeah, it, it's. Um, I know that you were very not necessarily on the fence, but you just were just kind of on. About I, it. I'm still in about it, yeah. honestly, but I do think if the story had been told in a different order, it would have made more sense. Um, yeah, I don't really like the way it's like going. Yeah, because like I this like this. Is, yeah, I like the bones, but it's yeah. just like it does feel like some issues could have been swapped around. Yeah, because this is uh, issue number seven, and you're just now getting to like who who are these kids? Like you, each issue previously, you got a little more background on each of the characters, mm-hmm. but this one you get like the main story or like the get, main. Plot you get point. the meat. Yes, yeah. so. I mean, I I get it, but I also, I think this would have been more beneficial if we knew this ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe within the first story arc. Yeah. Like, it didn't need to be, like, in the beginning, but definitely, I think it would have made that at least, like, if this was, like, maybe the end of the first story arc, mm-hmm. it would have been a little more, like, drawn, like, yeah. like a better conclusion. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, I do, I do like the story. I'm still into it. I think the art is just really good for mm-hmm. the story. But yeah, I wish that it had been told in a, in a, a little bit of a different order. Yeah, just little kid vampires. Mm-hmm. Who find their first humans. <laughs> <laughs> More vampires. Yes, here we go. Bloodstained Teeth. This is issue number six. This is also back from a tiny hiatus. Uh, and you kind of get a different point of view this issue rather than it just being like, oh, we're out to kill another simp. This one gives you a little more also back back matter, backstory sort of stuff that is needed. 
Yes, so in the first story arc, there's a, a character, a hooded character <laughs> that you see multiple times in the issues. This is kind of her background. Uh, it even says here, before Atticus's hunt began. So this takes place before the first story arc. Um, this art, though? <laughs> oh my God, art is so this good. art? Yeah, the colors, I, yeah, I like, that's, I think, part of the reason I keep this book on, because mm-hmm. I like, I like it. I don't want to say I don't like it, but... It's not my favorite thing, necessarily, you know? Yeah, I do. I think the first couple issues I think I really, really, really loved. I thought it was fantastic. The fourth one, though, was my favorite. Like, the fourth issue was just absolutely incredible. If that was, like, a standalone issue, it would probably be my favorite book that's ever been created. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, the art is really what keeps me in it. Like, the story itself is pretty interesting, and I, I guess a unique vampire story Mm -hmm. if you can Mm -hmm. even do that anymore but i don't know it it is just that it's a vampire story so there it is boom baby bloodstained teeth uh so now we have night of the ghouls the ghouls uh this is a little book by scott snyder and francisco francovia Mm -hmm. um I really like this book. I like this book much more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, and I love that it's only going to be three issues. Mm-hmm. Like Perfect. that's yeah, Perfect. solid. And each one is like pretty thick. Like this yeah. is a lot we're reading. It's just about the the dad and the son who discover um, this director who created this movie where like the end of the movie has never been seen or found or whatever. Like so, they find out where this director is in like a nursing home of some sort. They go to interview him, and then shit gets wild. Um, the story is done in a really cool way where it's in like the present time with the dad and the son and the director, but then it also shows you the movie. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so good. <laughs> it's one of my favorite aspects of yeah. that book. It's like, that is great storytelling right there. Like just, cause it really, it reminds me of like watching a horror movie. Like yeah. the, the way that it's done. Uh, with the story, like even like it just, yeah, it's such good horror writing. I'm just blown away by this book. Like I read the, I, when I read this issue last or last week, this week, I was just like, damn, this is a good book. This is like a good little horror book. This is a good little like horror story. Um, the, there was that weird tone they put in the first issue, uh, between the son, the mom, and the dad, where I wasn't sure what the fuck it was going on, mm-hmm. like, because it made me feel like maybe the son was actually an adult, because the way he talks is not like a child. Yeah. Um. He's kind of a brat. So it was one of those things where I was like, well, maybe it's not, like, an actual kid. Maybe they're, like, some sort of, like, F- FBI. <laughs> you know? But that was not it. So there is, that is an actual son and dad. That is a boy. Um, But that would be like my one thing about this book where it was a little thrown off. But yeah, Mm -hmm. great book. Makes sense. Yeah, no, it's a very solid book. And again, it's only three issues. So if you have the chance to pick it up, you probably should. Especially if you like spooky stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's worth it, 100%. All right, next we've got Earth Divers. This is issue number two, or Earth Divers Kill Columbus. Yes. Um... This little time travel about going back in time and killing Columbus. Yeah, there's a uh, our main character. What is his name? I don't know. Oh my god. Okay, we're terrible at names. Whatever. Uh, so the main character, the boy, 
he is the one that kind of goes back in time and he is given the task of killing Columbus while the, his partners are back in present time awaiting some sort of sign that that's what he did. Mm-hmm. But in his time, stuff is not going the way that they're supposed to. Yeah, I mean, you're if you're going back in time to like kill a figure such as Columbus, you're going to have to get your hands dirty. And I think this is something that like he was not necessarily prepared for. Right. He's also kind of not, dumb's not the right word, but he seems really like, not not as bright yeah it should be yeah like i get that he's speaking several different languages so sometimes it's hard for him to like keep the right language but tad tad yeah tad his name is tad yes um and not even that like it almost seemed that like he knew he was gonna have to make some hard choices but it's like when he has opportunities to do things he just doesn't do them Mm -hmm. and it's like well you you had this opportunity. You had the ability to do this right now. Why didn't you do it? Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I really like it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like, there's nothing nothing bad about it. It's really intriguing. Yeah. Obviously, there's going... That's going to be brought up at yeah. some point. Like, eh. how well, many times do you get to go back in time to do this one task and have everything correct? Yeah. So, yeah. it's... I wouldn't have been able to do it. <laughs> I would have been scared. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Next, we have Dark Knights of Steel. This is issue number eight. Um, this is also back. This is also back from a little break. Lots of lots of returns. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't really want to talk too much about this issue because I don't really want to give anything away. But this issue was fucking wild. Yeah, a lot of stuff happens. There's obviously a war coming. <laughs> All the <laughs> sides are fighting each other right now. The last page, I gasped. Yeah! I gasped. Oh my god. To the point where Chris came into the my office and like leaned in and I was like, shit's happening! Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just when I thought something like... Uh, it was... Uh, 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 Julian had texted me about it earlier in the week and was like, so Dark Knights of Steel, and I was like, I haven't read it yet. Is it good? And he said, I don't know. <laughs> so I put it off reading it until, like, today, like, right before I came yeah. over. Because I was like, I kind of want to just, like, have it fresh in my mind. And I can't believe that he just said, I don't know. Like, this book was incredible. This book was so this good. Is like, I love this story. I say this is probably one of, like, the best dc books Mm -hmm. like on the shelf right now it's fucking solid it's like solid the art is good the story is just like really great and if you had told me when this book like came out that it would i would be like oh yeah no this is fucking fantastic i would have been like no i don't believe you yeah like you're telling me this like alternate medieval story with fucking superheroes is great no at this Mora cover too. Yeah, just fucking. It's solid. Yeah, this solid is book. An A plus in my book. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right. So next we have X Men Red. This is issue number eight. Um, I also don't have a lot to say about this because this was there is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot going on. I feel like I am kind of confused by what is happening in it. Um, so I also don't have much to say because I, I need to look more into it because I was like, wait, what? What's happening? I think the problem is like a lot of the stuff that they're referencing has been like a few, like the Abigail brand stuff, Mm -hmm. I think like has kind of been, was with like, uh, 
why am I blanking on the name of the other Alan Ewing book that was the Mars one that was before this. It was an X, some sort of X-Men book. Some X book, okay. Sword, it was Sword. Sorry. Sword, Sorry. okay. See, but, that makes sense. I didn't read that. So they like, I th- and I think there's building on stuff that was in Sword, um, and I didn't read it either, so I could be totally speaking incorrectly. Okay. But then there is stuff that's in this that like, we saw on the first little bit of this story, yeah. but it's been so long and there's like been so much happening. I think it's easy to like lose like, yeah, the thread. Um, but it's, I liked it. Like I said, there's just a lot going on. Yeah, um, it was, it, it was a lot of fun to read, especially because this is like directly after the judgment day mm-hmm. stuff. And so it's like what's happening with everyone else now. Um, so I did, I did enjoy reading it. I do like the art for it a lot. I, I say do the still, art was one of my yeah, I do still colors. very much enjoy the story. I was just very confused by some of it and it's, I don't, I don't necessarily like Abigail Brand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who does, but I don't know. It was, it was just very confusing for me because if that is the case, if it was from Sword, we did not read that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know. Like yeah, what I was supposed to be on. reading. I was like, okay, cool. New story. <laughs> uh, all right. So last we've got Golden Rage. This is issue number, I almost said 44. <laughs> no way it's that much. Uh, number four. This is just a story about old ladies that are shipped off to an island. Um, and then also young young ladies who are no longer viable for pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a reveal that kind of happened in the last issue, and this is them dealing with the repercussions mm-hmm. of that and trying to figure out where to they're going to go from there and with the news that is brought with that reveal. Um, <coughs> you can go. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say each issue is uh, kind of like a character study. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just focused on one character, kind of their internal monologue about everything that's happening. Um, so you're kind of watching these events unfold via, like, other people's perspectives. Like, there's never one perspective going on, which is, like, one of the aspects I really like about mm-hmm. this book. Um, it's also just really well written, and the art is very, very good, too. Like, Yeah, I really, I really, really enjoyed this issue, and it wasn't just because of the clowns that they had. <laughs> that part was so, so much, but so um, great. Yeah, I, I loved it, and the fact that afterwards they, they were like, she saw the clowns, they made her emotional. I was like... <laughs> Same, dude. <laughs> I get yeah, it. Yeah, they just all are sobbing. Yeah. Um, and there is a nice little article in the back called What Does a Clown Do? And it kind of talks about, like, what clowns were originally started for and then, like, how they're interpreted in today's world and stuff. I, I really enjoyed that. I like clowns I would a say lot, you like so. clowns. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that article was really, really fun to read. Um, but yeah, this book is just really good. Yeah. Another book I was not sure if it, how good it would be, but mm-hmm. this book is, yeah, just phenomenal. I think it does help that each issue is someone different mm-hmm. within the group that they're, the story's following. But yeah, I don't know, it's just a very fun book about old people. Yeah. So that's all we've got. Um, I don't have anything. I have nothing. You got anything? I don't have any. Oh, I do. Uh, this is just a, a quick thing. Um... If you have uh, the ability to carry Narcan with you, uh, please do that. Um, learn how to use it and keep your people safe. Uh, especially if you are in the Omaha area, because right now it is very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is that's good. It's a good one. 
well, thank you for listening to us. We'll see you next time. We'll see you on the flippity flip. Go support your local libraries, support your local comic book shops. Go buy some comics. Do good things. Take care of your friends. Don't just eat the rich. Kill them, too. (laughs) We'll see you next time on the flippity flip.